The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome, race fans, to the best damn racing show on the entire planet. It is. Not that I'm biased. No, we can prove it. Can we? Yeah. We got the facts and the numbers to back that up. (laughs) Absolutely. This is uh, show number 44. We've made it uh, that long. That's amazing, Scott. It really is. And it it, it really seems like just yesterday. It was really just, well, it's got a hammer, Ron Miller, and a special guest in the studio tonight with us, Sean Valeni. Well, get that microphone closer to you, right. so when you when you do talk, that people right. can be able to hear you. Pull it right up to you. <laughs> Thanks, Sean, guys. Sean Valeni, he's uh, Rookie of the Year, second in points, uh, going for Rookie of the Year in the Sprints on Dirt series. You've got truck wins, uh, dirt truck wins. You have stock car wins. You've... Do you have any sprint on dirt wins? Yeah, we got year? two of them this Dude, year. Yeah, so you got that. I picked up one at Tri City and one at Crystal, Michigan. So. so we'll be talking to him. He's a master of everything. It seems like. It, yeah. He was talking when we came in that he, he wants to uh, do some late model racing. Well, everybody does. <laughs> I thought you'd be excited about that. Talk more about that uh, coming up. Uh, we got your results. I got official uh, weekend weather pit stop from Ryan Weekman. He's going to be on vacation next week. So next weekend the weather's probably going to be bad. No, yeah, uh, he's not allowed to go on vacation. Right? I, I saw he was sick last week. That was his excuse okay. for for not having it last week. I, I was watching uh, him this afternoon while I was grabbing a quick bite of lunch, and uh, even next weekend, a, a week from now, I, I think we're, I don't know. I was just being facetious. I, I think we're I think we're okay. Coming to you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Make sure to give uh, Ron a call for all your race car needs, parts, safety equipment, service, oil filters pieces of metal to make brackets out of as busy as we've been scott you better book your your spot in for the winter too really oh man already <laughs> it's been good i have some work i want to get done it, it, yeah we got to build that new car for you this winter yeah 734 really yeah uh you didn't five, know six. that did you no i thought i was buying a late model i thought that's what we were talking <laughs> well, about well that'll work ago. too <laughs> uh 734 that's 856 race um yeah give him a call pretty much anytime middle of the night he doesn't care if uh if for some reason you can't get a hold of us on the shop phone uh it gives you my cell phone number feel free to call there All right. we are available last weekend a lot of racing action around the area we'll start at uh, attica raceway park travis philo out of uh, waterville got his first 410 uh, sprint win of the season were you racing uh, at attica uh no is um uh, at hartford you were at Hartford yeah. last weekend? Yeah. Sprints on dirt? Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Travis Philo, he got his uh, first 410 sprint win of the season uh, Friday night there. Matt Miller uh, won the late models. Paul Weaver got his third 305 feature win of the season. Uh, it's good to see Matt Miller back racing a, yeah, l- a little yeah. bit. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a full-time gig, but uh, it's good to see them back. Yeah, uh, I heard he, they were trying to shake some things out on the car. Yep. Yeah, Matt Miller, Rick DeLong. 
a uh, couple of really good guys. Nice to see them back. Do you know what uh, what their plans are? Are they just getting ready for the World 100? When? Okay. Yeah. Because um, yeah, it had been I, a while since we've seen I think Matt back has, recently. I think Matt hasn't been really comfortable in the new car, and they're trying to see if we can match, if they can match the driver in the car. And Okay. Working out some kinks. And he looked okay. Well, Attica's going to be dark for the next uh, couple. Well, they won't be really be dark, but there aren't going to be any racing going on there for the next uh, couple of weeks because of the lot, Attica lot, fair. A lot going on, just no racing. Yeah, a lot of fairs going on, too. Uh, Lima Land Friday night, Craig Dittman picked up uh, the win from uh, Dittman out of Oregon, Ohio. He won the 17th annual Keezer Memorial. $1,000 win for him. And that was a big win for him. Yeah. He was telling me this week that he has... Uh, seven or eight times really put an effort into winning that and uh, finally felt good about this one. They have uh, some invitational or something, I think, that he's trying to yes. get into as uh, well. King of the Quarter Mile. King of the Quarter Mile. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. All the feature winners get invited to it. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> yeah. I thought he had to be certain, maybe top ten in points or something. They, run a, they run a regular feature, and then they'll run a, an actual race for the King of the Quarter Mile. I think – all the feature winners, and they might put a couple point guys in it too. Uh, but it's a thousand bucks to win for I think ten laps, hundred to start. So all the money's on top. I think that uh, because he won the the memorial race, I think yeah, that qualifies. That gets him in. Yep. Uh, and he was pretty geeked about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shane O'Connor won the modified feature there at Lima Land, and uh, Jared Horseman was the uh, NRA Sprint Invader feature winner. Flat Rock on Saturday night, Brian uh, Berg. Burgic Burgaker Burgaker Burgaker. Okay, we're gonna go with that. He was the big winner of Saturday's uh, Moran Chevy Stanley Memorial 150. Scott Bungie won the uh, Street Stock A Main. Dylan uh, Zelinski won the Street Stock B Main. Both uh, first uh, wins of the year for both uh, those drivers. Uh, 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 Jeremy Jeremy Vanderhoof was the uh, Figure Eight winner. He's he's won a few up there this and year. We've talked about him a few times. Uh, another oh. another good Ron Miller race cars customer too. Is he? Yeah, starting to see a pattern here. Was that his? Uh, whose car was? Uh, there was a figure eight car in your shop uh, just recently. Oh, that was that, uh, David, that was David Catafias. Nope. Okay. All right. It looked pretty clean though. It needed some dents in it, I think. Uh, Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night. Uh, UMP National Point leader Rusty Schlenk picked up another win. He actually. Uh, Held off uh, Matt Miller. There was a pretty exciting uh, feature there. That was a good race. Through uh, some uh, lap traffic there that uh, Miller kind of got hung up behind. But, uh, yeah, I believe that was a third win uh, for Schlenk at uh, Oakshade this year. Brandy Gregory won a uh, pretty ugly uh, sportsman feature race. We'll just leave it at that. Chris Henry picked up It his was controversial. Let's, controversial. Not say, let's not say it was ugly. <laughs> there were some red flags and some yelling and, uh, yeah. There's a lot going on. Yes, there was. First was, time I've seen a water truck on the track in the middle of a race for quite a while. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll tell you about that later. <laughs> Pulling somebody off, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Henry, uh, did you see the, the, the bomber A-Main? I did. Pretty exciting finish there, photo yes, finish. Yes, it was. I, you know, from where I was sitting, I thought dead heat. I really yeah. did. I was at a little bit of an angle, so it was hard to tell, but uh, Chris Henry made a pass there in that last lap. Uh, they were side-by-side -side with Jeff Folks to uh, pick up his fifth consecutive Bomber A-Main win. I think Jeff Folks won uh, the previous, before Chris Henry started his run, I think uh, Folks has like three in a row. or right. like That may go back to the beginning of the season. 
Um, so both those guys are pretty dominant. Henry didn't run the whole uh, season, though, so he's still – I'm ahead of him in points even. I really? I think he's like 16th or 17th. Well, congratulations I know. on that, Scott. <laughs> Uh, Kurt Dickey was the uh, winner of the Bomber B-Main. First ever feature win. I found that hard to believe. I did too. I was like, no, that can't be right. No, that's wow. That's it. Well, Kurt Dickey uh, picked up that Bomber B-Main win. Nathan Goodman uh, won in the Compact's Fremont. Cap Henry out of uh, Republic, Ohio, won the 410 uh, Sprint Feature Event. Was it uh, the week before? I believe he like spun or was he, he was going to win or something and something uh, happened. It might have been, yeah. Yeah. So he, he vindicated himself the, yeah. this past weekend picking up that win. John Ivey, who was uh, our guest last week, he was uh, leading the 305 uh, feature until he spun on lap six by himself, apparently. Oh. He got a little too excited. Jamie Miller got by, and uh, he uh, actually picked up a very close win over Tyler Street by uh, .23. No, I'm sorry, .203 seconds. Sean, I think... What Scott's saying is that it uh, it broke our record. We, we've had a really, really good record of our guests going on that weekend okay. and, and doing really well. So Hopefully I can start so you're going to sweep Butler we're, this we're, weekend. Yeah. We're expecting a lot from you this <laughs> weekend. Right. We want to talk about it next week. Yeah. And uh, actually, that guy right there, Sean Valeni, won his fourth dirt truck feature uh, of the season and his 45th career win at uh, Fremont. And I guess that uh, ties you with uh, Jim McCune for the eighth on the all-time win list for Fremont. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, pretty pretty awesome <laughs> to be up there with them group of guys and um, say hopefully hopefully we can continue on. And, uh, the dirt truck's been good to me. So, <laughs> how many uh, years you been racing at Fremont? Uh, let's see here. I I raced back there probably back in oh let's see oh six uh, for one or two years. I think I picked up about six wins back then. My own own truck and then uh we started back up in the truck so really that's not that no, many years not, you just have been years. winning you're just wow yeah it's pretty impressive uh waynesfield also in action uh oh wait we've got to finish here with fremont jumping ahead here uh chester fitch that's what i was missing he got his fourth uh, straight late model win at fremont now waynesfield kyle simon out of covington ohio won the uh, non-ring non-wing sprint uh summer clash feature event jerry bowersock got a uh, modified win, Chris Hicks out of Fort Jennings, one in the tough trucks, and uh, Jimmy uh, De- Devano out of Columbus was the compact feature winner. Okay. All right. World of uh, Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series action, 23-year-old Devin Moran won the 29th annual Prairie Dirt Classic at uh, Fairbury American Legion Speedway in Illinois this past Saturday night. That's a big deal race, Scott. Yeah, I, heard, I saw lots about that. And I finally figured out Falls. Yep. And how that corresponds to Fairbury American Legion, Legion Speedway. Speedway, yes. Falls. Got it. Makes sense now. Internet abbreviation. Sometimes <laughs> they drive you nuts. Brandon Shepard held off uh, Moran on Monday night for the win at the uh, Plymouth Dirt Track in Wisconsin. Uh, Chris Madden won at uh, Shawano Speedway, Wisconsin, on Tuesday night. And that was his sixth win of the season. And uh, tonight, through Saturday, Thursday through Saturday, they're at Cedar Lake Speedway in Wisconsin for the USA Nationals. That's a lot of racing. Yeah. Busy week for the World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series. All-Star Circuit of Champions, Kerry Madsen uh, won at Jackson Motorplex up in Minnesota on Friday nights and again at his hometown track of uh, Knoxville Raceway in Iowa on Saturday nights. Germantown, uh, Tennessee's Sammy Swindell won Sunday at 34 Raceway in Iowa. He's not retired yet? 
Nope. <laughs> nope. I wonder how old he is. Series, uh, uh, the All-Stars are He's got to be 60-something. Late 60s. Is he that old? Yeah, yes. he's that old. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's not like we talk about you and go, Ron Miller, is he that old? <laughs> 134? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep You're going, Scott. Uh, what was I Next. saying? All-Stars are off until the uh, 17th of August. Big race coming up uh, next weekend in Mansfield. The uh, Great Lakes Invitational, I believe it is. About 100000 to win. You going to be there? Uh, no. Uh, sad race at uh, Hartford on Friday night. Well, so. who oh. scheduled that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the way the Mansfield race is set up, you got to be there for both nights. So oh. they run. I think the way you finish on Friday night determines the way you start on your heat races on Saturday. So, How many cars you think? Uh, last year, I think they had in the 60s, so just in the wing part of it. Um, and then they got 305s and, and non-wing, too. So it'll be, I'm, I'm betting 150 cars. So if you're a sprint car fan, it's a place to be. Or Hartford. <laughs> World of Outlaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sprint car, Craftsman Sprint Car Series uh, action. David Gravel uh, won Friday at Ransomville Speedway in New York. That was his fifth win of the season. Brent Marks led all 35 laps at uh, Weed Sports Speedway on Sunday. That's your favorite race. I track. know. I said it right that time, yes, too. You did, did you notice that? Uh, the, 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 the series is at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 in Missouri this weekend for the Ironman 55. And then they're on to uh, Knoxville Raceway Wednesday through uh, Saturday for the Knoxville Nationals. Another big deal race. It's I've that, been there it's, once. It's that time of year, Scott. It wasn't the Nationals, but I've been to uh, Knoxville Raceway once. We were going to Wyoming. I think it was a kid in the 80s. Travel trailer, and our travel trailer broke down at a rest stop. I think the transmission went out, so we had to stay at a campground right around Knoxville or uh, Des Moines, I think it was. And okay. my, dad, my dad's like, "Hey, let's go. Uh, there's a race going on at uh, Knoxville. Let's go see check if we that can out. find a racer to <laughs> yeah. fix our transmission." <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, and that's uh, yeah, that's it. That's uh, all the action that uh, that I have that was fit to print from this uh, past weekend. Um, let's focus more on uh, this gentleman here, Sean Valeni. You, we talk about you all the time. I don't know if you're aware of that because you, you happen to win quite a bit. How many tracks have you won at uh, this year? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Can you count it on one hand? Or you have to... <laughs> I think I got nine wins this year. And uh, let's see, I won one in the truck at, at Fremont and at, and at Attica, uh, two in the sprint car with the side series at Tri City and Crystal, um, and two in the stock car at Lima. So that's five, five different tracks. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you get around. Yeah, stay busy all summer long. Uh, I was going to ask, uh, because you race uh, stocks, trucks, I almost said late models, uh, sprints. What haven't you raced? Uh, as far as on dirt, I've, I'm late, I raced late model once, and uh, I did a full season of modifieds. Um, you did bombers at Oak Shade? Yeah, I remember that back Shade. in the day. Um, it's... I race anything that somebody gives me the opportunity to drive or, or what I can get my hands on. You know that Corey McCoy really, really wants to beat you. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he, he was he was close there last Saturday. He gave me a run for my money. Um, he's definitely stepping his game up, and uh, he's getting better every week. And and Do you but, share any tips with him or with anybody uh, else? I try or? not to, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else ask you, you know, how are you winning every week? What are you doing? No, not too many people ask. Um, I mean – I don't know. It, it, there ain't no secret to it, I guess. It's just a matter I, of being in good equipment and 
Speaking of what uh, you were, you want to talk about a little bit later with social media, I did see something about you. Actually, it was on the the Fremont uh, post there, uh, your win this yeah. past weekend where, you know, the Sean guy, he's winning too much. We need to get rid of the trucks. He, <laughs> he just wins. I, I think it was a little bit lighthearted, but well, people, yeah, yeah. people calling him a cheater and, you know. What, I, what do you think about that, those kind of things? Does that uh, motivate you more? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, it don't bother me. I mean, if you're being talked about and you, you know you're doing something right, that's the way I look at it. Um you know, there's, you're, and you're always going to have fans who like like their certain people, and uh, you know, I just try to go out and earn the other racers' respect, and and try to race a clean race. And at the end of the day, you know, stand on the front stretch is what it's all about. So, um, as far as being a cheater or anything, I mean, it, it's been checked and <laughs> it's been looked at. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, do, um, do you hear the boos? Is anybody booing you yet? Uh, because that's when you know you've made it somewhere yeah. when you start hearing the boos yeah, from the fans. Yeah, um, they, they come quite frequently. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing. Uh, you were talking earlier about Jim McCune and you tying his record. Yeah. Um, back in the day, he won a lot. Yeah. And uh, his famous quote was that you don't really worry about the boos and carrying on until they start throwing full beer cans <laughs> yeah i haven't got no beer cans thrown at me yet so well, empty beer let's can. not encourage people empty, empty beer cans are okay full beer cans yeah those are a worry yep. well still I, I don't think tracks are gonna like it people throwing empty beer cans on the track <laughs> hey well, it happened scott it, it I, happened I, yeah I, don't they make them out of plastic now but well, people bring their own i guess yeah You'd never make it with a water bottle. So. <laughs> if there's something you want to ask uh, Sean Valeni, uh, put a comment uh, on our Facebook Live broadcast there, and maybe I'll happen to see it and we'll read it to him. Um, where haven't you raced this uh, year? I was going to ask you, where have you raced this year? We counted all your wins. Uh, how many different tracks have you actually raced at just this season? Uh, I'm going to guess it's probably uh, probably 9 or 10 range, I'd guess. Um is that mostly because of because you're running the Sprints on Dirt series uh, for Rookie of the Year? Have you been to all those races? Yeah. Then? Yep, been on been to all them series races. Um, and then how many different tracks uh, have you hit with them so far? Uh let's see. We've been to Hartford, uh, Tri City, Crystal. Um, I know there's Butler. Uh, I think that's about it with that series. Um, I know we go to. I see that. I think they're scheduling an I-96 race here in a couple weeks. That, from what I heard, they picked up. Um, and then back to Butler this weekend for a two-day show, um, and I think we no Thunderbird or any of those. No, no, there were none of them on the schedule this year. But um, we go back to Crystal again, and then they got the Berlin race where they put the dirt back on the right. on the pavement there at the end of the year. So, have you been to that one at all? No, I haven't. Okay. I wanted to make it last year, and it, things just didn't work out to where I could go. But um, you know, they, they a, run a sprint on dirt for that. Yeah, I yep. I know that the ethanol series had yeah an event there. Yep, I think I think last year they paid four grand to win for it, so it was usually a pretty big show that they throw on the end of it. Have you done any asphalt racing then? Uh, nope, other than a, in a go kart when <laughs> I was a, a little kid. Uh, I started out Fremont at the road course. It was basically any desire ever to uh, race on asphalt? Uh I I'd, I'd give it a shot. Yeah, I mean it's it's something that I mean I think I think we have more fun on dirt, but um, I wouldn't be opposed to trying to. You're out. a good smooth racer, so. <laughs> I think you would do you'd do well. Yeah, and did a lot of oval uh, go kart oval racing too out at Bradner when a lot of were a lot of the four ten guys have come from a uh, little M M&M and M Speedway back in the day. Um, I know Craig Metz raced out there. Jamie Miller, um, John Ivy. I mean, 
So yeah. how many? How, when did you uh, actually uh, move up out of the uh, go karts, and how many years have you been uh, running full size cars? Uh, I was fifteen and a half when I decided to make. I sold the go kart stuff, and parents decided they was going to help me out on getting getting a full size cart or a car, and uh, ended up ran bombers for two years at Oakshade. Um, Do you remember where you finished uh, as far as points? Uh, I know this, the first year was rough. I had the front end <laughs> tore off of it more than anything. <laughs> uh, second year, I know ended up eighth in points. Um, I don't didn't ever pick up a win. I think got a C main win, uh, but and uh, that's back when they had D, E, and yeah, sometimes F mains. Yep. About picked up a an A main win. About got <laughs> Latrell on the last lap coming down for the Bryce for Luttrell, the checker. Remember, yeah. Yep, uh, but just come up a fender short. But <laughs> where'd you go uh, from uh, from the bombers then? Uh, I ended up getting a different car, and I ended up running Lima for a couple years. Um, I think I ran there for two years. Uh, picked up a couple feature wins there, and then. Um, end of my second year, I ended up getting a dirt truck and I think I ran Attica and Fremont for a couple of years in that. And then, uh, they were starting to complain about my, about my truck. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. what were they complaining about? Uh, just, a, it was a Dodge and I don't know, they were, they just didn't like some stuff on it. So I, I figured it was time to move out of the division. And then, uh, I ended up getting into 305s for two years and the second year on that, I ended up picking up a 410 and then. I fielded my own car for, uh, I think it was about a year or two years, and that just got to be too expensive. So, Can't I, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, I think it was about 2012, I got hooked up with Jeff Babcock to drive his stock car, and I've uh, been with him ever since on running stock cars and trucks for him. And, and then uh, Sprint Car, or actually I had a modified deal come available, and I ran a year in the modifieds back in 2015 and I uh, won a couple races in it and won the Ohio championship for the UMP deal in that and then um decided once we ran a year in modified uh decided we was gonna go sprint car racing so I think I've been doing this is my third year for driving sprint cars so again who, who do you drive uh the sprint car oh uh, it's for GMS Motorsports uh just a, a good group of guys where are they based out of uh out of Delta Okay, but I keep I keep the race car and stuff down at my place in Rising Sun. Besides your car owners, any sponsors you need to talk about? Uh yeah, I got Log Cabin Tavern on the Sprint car. They've uh, I don't know, it's over by Liberty Center, Ohio. Uh, right. I don't know if you guys ever been there, but it's an awesome place to catch a cold beer and, and eat some awesome food. And uh, I got GHNA. Um, they're they're a good group. Um, Gressman Power Sports, they, they build an awesome power plant for it, and uh, that's who actually builds the motor for the truck and stuff too. So um, I got A-plus Auto Center. Um, they're based out of Fostoria, a nice nice local uh, automotive shop on getting stuff repaired. And uh, and then I got Von Seegren Farms. Uh, I don't know. There's a test in his memory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> without seeing the you race don't have cards. The car to look yeah. at. And then uh, on the truck, you know, it's it's a. I say Jeff Babcock. You know, all the effort he puts into that thing, it's uh, pretty amazing. And uh, got Craig Miller Trucking, Best Performance Motorsports, and Dave Story Equipment. No slouches there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually, you know, good group, good group of guys that lend back and get some information from if you start struggling or. You know, and, and those folks like to win, so yeah, they, yep. they've got a good program, good organization. Scott Burns uh, wants to know if your uh, son has a, a win in a go kart yet. 
Uh, yeah, actually, he's, I think he's probably picked about four or five of them this year. He's been running the road course over at Fremont and uh, take him indoor racing during the winter. So How old's your son? Uh, he's just turned seven. So. Okay. Well, he's young. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he'll be in a truck next year. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a couple he's, of years. He'll be in a 410. <laughs> he keeps saying he's going to take over the truck from me. So. <laughs> And we'll how, do, how do you feel about that? I, hopefully one day, you know, okay. he does. So, um, he, you know, it, this day and age, it's good to get him involved in something and try to keep him out of trouble. Yep. <laughs> any, any, any hopes of racing against him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've got a go-kart out and, and raced against him a little bit in the backyard. And, there, there's got to be but, a weight disadvantage Oh, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I usually got to catch him on the way around. Right? He's got the experience advantage, though. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, hopefully someday we can uh, we can turn some laps together in full-size cars. And, I can tell you firsthand it's fun. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> I've seen you guys run into each other a couple times. <laughs> I've never, not much. Maybe. So, <laughs> would you uh, would you ever run a figure eight? Uh yeah, I'd give it a shot. I've okay. watched it on TV a okay. few times, and they look pretty. You ever wild. been up to Flat Rock to uh, or even Toledo? Flat uh, Toledo, Rock's I've I've watched them at, and uh, they they look like they get pretty intense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Better time it right. Um. So, uh, with all the tracks that, well, actually, with all the cars you you've run on, what uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, uh yeah, sprint car. I mean, it's there's nothing like them. I mean, you you strap into 850 horse 900 horse and uh you know they're basically just a rocket ship and and get in and hang on and they're a type of car you can get in there and you know it's how hard you want to go is how hard they'll go and it's uh there's one with the car yeah <laughs> when you get into the truck or the street stock things obviously slow down do you think that gives you an advantage uh yeah i think it helps a little bit um and a lot as far as track time i know in the sprint car things happen quick yeah yeah um you know reaction time is a little bit slower um you get in there and i mean try not to think about it too much but when you when you hop back in the truck i mean it's just a little bit slower reacting you got to turn the steering wheel a little bit more um <laughs> like how come this thing's not going as yeah. fast come on <laughs> eat your lunch going down the back stretch yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh no it's it's fun jumping back and forth i mean it's say i could race i'd race all four three divisions if i could or four divisions if i could but um yeah. it, you you folks are listening uh <laughs> so what you just I, need a 305 think, and a late mile yeah i, I think yep. sean uh sean's can trying to candidate for uh <laughs> for a foursome yeah it uh you know one night of trying it wouldn't be bad but you know you, you got to focus pretty good on yeah absolutely on what you're doing and and you want to make sure you give 100 percent on everything you're doing or or don't work out. So. A couple of years ago, we did a, a crate program along with the late model, and a few nights it got really hectic. Yeah. Especially on one of those nights where something's going wrong with both cars. And Right. Yeah. Yep. You got a problem with one. It seems like both of them got problems, and you just run around in a circle trying to figure out what, what heat your AC you're in. Or <laughs> I'm supposed to be out there. Oh, no. <laughs> so do you have a, a favorite track out of all the ones you've raced at? Uh I'd say Fremont's or, my or favorite. I'd say Fremont's my favorite track just because it's it's close. It's one that I got the most laps at, and uh, obviously it's been it's been kind to me. So it's been kind to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tied for uh, was seventh uh, all time. Yeah, that's uh, that's saying something. Yeah, it. Uh, I say it's hard to believe forty five wins. You know, and and you're still relatively young. So I mean, you could uh, 
I don't, I don't know what the, the all-time uh, winningest uh, number is. but um, I think Art Ball's leading it. I think he's it. Well, then, yeah, you probably have a while now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one could be almost untouchable. Yeah. You may I think have he's to, at 76. You may so. have to run for another 50 or 60 years yeah. yep. to catch him. Well, hopefully I'm I'm still able to do that. <laughs> I think I was at – he won uh, at uh, Millstream. Yes. Won uh, on his birthday. That was a f- quite a few years ago. And you were yeah. announcing. I, I was. I was like, hey, yeah, I come close cool. a couple times there, and then finally, finally got one before it shut back down. So. Did you win at uh, Millstream? Yeah. How did yep. you, you like that track? Uh, I liked it. Um, I ran sprint car there and uh, stock car there, and um, I wish wish they could get stuff worked out to where they'd get some shows back. But I think, I think, uh, I think they're out of guys that are wanting to give it a shot. So would you? Uh, would you give it a shot? Uh, As a promoter, so, yeah. I mean, if I had the I had the funding behind me, and <laughs> yeah, I, you know, a guy's got to give it a shot. I mean, I think it, you know, if things worked out right, it would it could be successful. But um, just for some reason, here the last last ten years, it ain't ain't been able to work out. I know it's, for a fact that the people that own the track are buying equipment to open it back up again. You know, Is this an exclusive? Breaking news? <laughs> no, no, no. We've we've talked about that before. Yeah. But uh so uh like maybe uh 2021. Scott, I'm not going to speculate. Okay, okay. <laughs> you, you know what kind of position I'm in with that one. Uh have you uh have you been upside down in a sprint? Yep. Uh yeah, I've been oh, up. Yeah. yeah, it's almost too many times to count. Uh the getting back in from the modified to the sprint car it was a uh, just seemed I was in that following year. I was in the wrong place, at the wrong time, and I think I was on my head seven times that year, seven eight times. And wow, have uh, you been uh, upside down in any uh, other cars? Uh, no, just sprint just cars. Uh, so far, that's not. a rite of passage, though. You're expected to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't go up, if you don't use up a wing, you're just right. You know, it, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. It. You got to run them so hard that you know things are going to happen, and it's just a matter of. Well, and, and anymore, you don't even have to have contact. They can do it all by themselves. Right. Yep. You you hook the cushion wrong, or I've did that exactly. before too. And it, you know, it like I say, no contact, just racing racetrack, and it's where you gotta <laughs> where you man up and and race it the way it wants to be raced. And uh, but but yeah, so far only only one time upside down this season. So we're we're doing good so far. <laughs> no, not bad. Uh, so what what do you think makes you uh, so versatile? You know, being able to drive successfully all these different uh, different kind of cars. Uh, I I think you know just the opportunities to to be able to do it. Um, and I say being able to do it and putting hundred percent towards it. Um, spend a lot of time throughout the week, you know, working on the sprint car and stuff, and and making sure it's prepared. Um, as far as um, what makes me versatile, I don't. I don't know. Is it the driver? Is it the equipment? Are you just, is it yes. great equipment? <laughs> a a little bit of both. You know, okay. I think, you know, like I said, I've been, I've been doing it for quite a while now and it's just, uh, you know, getting to, getting to be in good equipment, um, is, you know, obviously a, a plus and, and be able to get in a race all the time too. I mean, um, say Friday nights, I'm usually, usually racing the sprint car Saturday, I get the pole double duty and, uh, you know, so basically getting two nights of racing in and one, and just experience is the best is the best thing. 
So now you're uh, you're focusing on the Sprints on Dirt series, which primarily runs Michigan. Yeah. Do they do they have any tracks outside Michigan this year? Uh, not this year, okay. but um, no, it's a it's a good series. You know, Night Days put on a they're a good group of people to race for. Um, it, you know, getting to travel around the all the Michigan tracks, it was something that we wanted to do this year. Um, last year followed the the fast deal, and uh, I think we ended up sixth in points there. Um, and we picked up a win with Sod last year, and uh, over the winter, we got talking. We was like, well, we want to hit a few different racetracks and, and go go do a little bit more traveling. Um, and the night days put a, you know, side groups put a, a nice stuff package together to where they got many point funds. And uh, it made sense to, to go try it. I mean, I think 12 or 14 races, and, you know, and I know they had a few rainouts in there. But um, so, you know, money, money made sense. And uh, the amount of travel that the, you get to do and, and get to go experience different racetracks it was something we want to do so um michigan tracks are a little bit tend to be a little bit more slicker um and then say in attica and fremont so we've we've had a little bit of a learning curve this year uh and but you got two wins and you're second in points yeah so, i mean yeah um I'm, I'm, <laughs> it must be a real sharp curve <laughs> or something well they, they and then they're on a they're on a smaller tire too um so where you go you know attica and fremont you need 900 horse you know you, you got to pull out the gate qualify good um why don't you explain to our listeners what kind of tire you're on with the sod series uh, i know it is significantly different than a regular sprint car yeah the the left rears i'm not sure how many inches smaller but it's i'm gonna guess probably four four inches smaller the diameter of it's um smaller so and then the right rear is also not as wide um, and it's also smaller diameter. So just a matter of, you know, figuring out gearing, um, they don't hook up as well just because they're smaller. So it takes a lot of the horsepower out yeah. of the equation. Yep. And, uh, there's been guys that pull in with 305s and, and ran, ran well with them. So it, it takes, like you say, it takes the horsepower out of it. There's guys that run good with 360s. And I know 360s have won side shows. Um, we were talking about that with John Ivy last week, but a 305 isn't isn't the slouch that it was when they first invented that class no they've, they've really come a long way and those are those are truly race motors now yeah and um you know it shows that when they pull into in fremont and they have the the 360s and 305s race together i think 305s might have had the top 10 spots and um you know when they go to lima it's a little bit different but they're able to compete um you know i'd ivy about won a won a heat race there this year and uh, as a matter of fact he might have um but yeah, it's they're they're right up there with the with the three sixty as far as being able to compete. And, with and they're real race cars now. They they're just not what they were. Yeah, fifteen years ago. Yeah, they're on the same wheels. Basically, they're the same cars. Four ten car is other than might not have the titanium components on it, and it don't have a wing slider. Um, other than that, other than just being a little bit down on horsepower. What's uh, when's the last? Uh, how long's the uh, the sprints on dirt season go through? Uh, I think the last race is um september 29th is the berlin show is it the berlin stuff? yeah okay. uh, i think their points end on labor or uh, september 1st so um so i think there's four or five more shows left you're going for the championship too right yeah. not just rookie of the year yeah how, how tight point. is that uh it's it's 80 points um they they got a their point structure i mean it's still capable of being done um i think it's like eight or nine point difference between first and second so and uh their gaps between the the points fields is you know good enough to where we still got a chance so mm -hmm. uh hopefully we can finish out the year strong and 
and uh, Chad Blonde's leading him right now. He, uh, that's yeah, what I'm <laughs> yeah. <out. laughs> so yeah, Chad Blonde's leading. Another him. guy there that's not exactly yeah. a rookie. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's won All Star races and and ran with the All Stars for quite a bit. So, um, you know, and it's they got good competition up there, just like anywhere else. You know, Ryan Rule, he's won quite a few races, and uh, Jay Steinbeck. Um, you just never know who pulls in. Steve Irwin will he he still runs with them off and on, and um, tough group of guys. That series has been around for quite a while too. I mean, it's not like it's just new or anything. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to that when I was a kid. I was talking before I forget. Before. Tell the night days. I said hello. Uh, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, after this year, what's uh, what's on tap? You're gonna be uh, run the sprints on dirt series again next year. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll have or? to we'll we'll sit down and reevaluate after the end of the season and see see what makes most sense and see. See which way we want to go, and would you be willing to go on a touring series, or is that just uh, no? I mean, just not as, something that really trips your trigger. No, not with. I got two little ones at home, so I mean, I'm just a weekend racer. So, <laughs> uh, and there's nothing wrong with yeah. That. Nope, it uh, full time job, so it uh, no, nope, just stick around Attica, Fremont, do the side deal, and. And uh, throw in any other tracks I can find on the weekend, or or maybe once or twice throughout the weeknight. But <laughs> so if, <laughs> if the year, I, if if you had the choice of anything you could run next year, what would you what would you choose? Uh probably sprint cars again. Um, I say just, just running the locally. Yeah, yeah, and um, like I say, see what the side deal brings next year. And uh, but yeah, it um get a little bit spoiled with Attica and Fremont being so close, but. Uh, it's nice having them in the backyard and, and also, and I'm, I'm still doing that this year too. Um, we ran Fremont this past weekend, um, obviously with the truck and, and sprint car. So still doing both with that. And 17th in points in the, uh, four tens there and 15th in the trucks, but you're not there every week. Yeah. Yeah. I missed some shows in both of so, them. So. so there will be a different winner in the, uh, trucks this weekend at Fremont because yeah. you're going to be at Butler. Correct? Yep. That's correct. Uh, two day show at Butler, uh, with the side series. So. We'll be doing that this this weekend, and I think we'll be back at Fremont. Is that a Saturday. big show this weekend? Then, at Butler, do you know? Much? Uh, I don't believe. I it's just a two day show. I'm not sure if they're putting up anything extra or not, but <laughs> I think it's Butler Bash. But it, I think it just might just be a two day deal. Two day Butler Bash. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Talk into your mic, Scott. <laughs> well, the computer's over there, a little far away. <laughs> Take uh, your mic with you. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you guys having me. And uh, good luck this weekend at uh, Butler. We hope that our streak returns with you winning. That's it. Not just one night, but both nights. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully hopefully we'll go up there and make it. it. I'd love to see that. Have you run Butler before? Uh, Yeah, we ran uh, two times earlier this season. I think we got a third and a fourth there. Okay. So... uh, it's about time to start going yeah. the other way. Yeah. So you're familiar <laughs> enough with it. You know what to do. You yeah. to go the right way. Yep. <laughs> so I guess the the truck drivers uh, at uh, Fremont are all excited, though. That, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's going to Butler. I'm sure. <laughs> Corey's like, yay, I have a chance. <laughs> Not that he didn't have a chance before, but uh, uh, let's uh, move into uh, some uh, racing news here. Did you hear about the uh, cup drivers putting uh, wiper blades on... Uh, at the road courses, not because of rain, but because it gives them a uh, competitive uh, edge, a downforce. What? <laughs> you didn't hear this? 
Scott. No, this is real. They, Seriously, if they don't yeah. stop it, they're going to go blind. Well, next year NASCAR is going to change the rule. They're talking about changing it, uh, saying that they're going to dictate when wipers can be installed. Because right now, it doesn't have to look like it's going to be raining, and they can have the wiper on there. I don't know what kind of downforce a wiper is going to make. It seems crazy. That to me, is especially bizarre. On road course. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? It's a real story. Oh, I no, I. You couldn't come up with something that stupid on your own. They're at uh, Watkins Glen. I could. I really (laughs) could. No, you really can't. (laughs) So they're at uh, Watkins Glen this weekend. uh, So they could race if it rains, too, which would be kind of cool. I really want to see. They've had some Xfinity races, I think, in the rain, which are pretty fun to watch because guys are going all over. Goodyear has to bring rain tires to the races, so. Yeah. It'd be cool to see, like, a, a... because I guess there's not really any strict rules on the windshield wipers. Like, they can make it look like a wing or something. I don't know. Yeah, Anco we'll makes see. blades with little wings yeah, on them. Yeah, it does. That, that uh, keep them glued to the Get windshield. So extra downforce there. Yeah, all right. Kyle Busch won at Pocono uh, this past weekend after starting at the tail because of uh, failing post-qualifying inspection. Apparently, uh, he had too many fans. Not the kind that are like, Woo, Kyle Busch, woo! But the no, kind I, that go, yeah, and cool the uh, brakes or, or something, some kind of cooling fans. Uh, apparently, you can only have one, and he had two. Yeah, too many and, fans. Actually, seriously, now too many fans leads to broken brake rotors, and all you got to do is ask Bubba Wallace. Yeah, um, that's and and uh, speculation is that the cooling ducts work so well um, that the brakes are going through cycles. They're getting hot real hot when they're on the on the brakes and then they cool, cool it off too much and, and they break and you run into and the wall if, really yeah, really hard yeah if you didn't see Bubba Wallace uh, lost his brake going to, down the front stretch try to go through the uh, grass going into turn the first he, he, turn he, there to he, scrub he, off some he speed he hoped that that slowed him down yeah. my experience has been you go through the grass the car it's goes faster, faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would think you want to get to the wall as soon as possible. Yeah, just drive it up there. But that's that's I guess that's like goes against your instincts though. Yeah. You're not like I don't want to really go up toward the wall. Let's go away from it. But uh, yeah, he slammed that pretty good. I guess he hit his for uh, what it's foot worth. I watched pedal. that play out, and then I watched the replays. I really never saw his wheels turn. Um, Who Bubba Wallace? Yeah, it. He went through the grass straight. We got he, some air going when, through the grass. Yeah, when he hit the track, he was going straight, and the banking caused him to go sideways. Um, I never saw his wheels turn. Well, maybe he was trying to stop. Maybe he That's, was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Kyle Busch. Uh, crew chief Adam Stevens says he wasn't aware that there was a uh, fan number limit in the rule book, but uh, apparently there is. And uh, Kyle Busch's uh, win ties him with Tony Stewart. Uh, for 13th on the all-time Cup Series wins list at uh, 49 wins. He just has four w- wins more than you at yeah. uh, Freeman. <laughs> um, did you hear about the, the Eric Almarola and uh, Matt DiBenedetto uh, deal? Nope, I, I didn't nope, see nope. what I missed, happened. I missed that one. I didn't see what happened on the track. I only read about it because I didn't see any of the race. I was at my brother's wedding. Uh, but apparently they were racing for 25th on the final lap, and... Almarola passed De Benedetto to take the position, and I'm not sure if there was contact when that happened or what happened, but for some reason, uh, Matt De Benedetto was all pissed off about it and spun Almarola out after the uh, race was over on the cool-down lap, and uh, I guess they had a little discussion there in the pits uh, as well. And then Tuesday, 
uh, Eric Almarola made some comments on uh, the serious uh, NASCAR deal, uh, saying basically pretty much uh, kind of putting down Matt De Benedetto, saying that you know racing for twenty fifth is must be like racing for the win for him, and you know basically Ooh, saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he was all pissed off about, but <laughs> I race for every position, kind of thing. So um, I, I guess yeah. I, what I was saw... Almarola doing back there? <laughs> You know, you you're, go. you're slamming the guy you're racing yeah. against. Um, doesn't say a whole lot about you. So, yeah, Kyle Petty uh, had some comments uh, about that. Uh, I saw where he said, that, you know, if Almirola had said that right after the race, it was still the heat of the moment, that would have been okay. But two days later, after it was over, it was kind of uncalled for. Maybe he was still so. PO'd. Well, no, he wasn't PO'd. He was confused. He didn't know why De Benedetto was mad at him. No. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't see what happened during the race, I just saw the I, I after watched, the race thing. I watched, especially watched mm-hmm. the end of the race, and uh, so you didn't see it, anything then. No, it, huh. but you're, now you're saying that it was on the cool down lap. So that's when he got spun out. Yeah, but he passed uh, him on the last lap. I, I truly expected something to happen with them coming to the checkers. It it was it was that good of a race at Pocono. Uh, that's something you don't yeah, know. But they yet. got all bunched up with oh. just a couple laps to go. Okay, so, I didn't see any of the race. Yeah, so no, Pocono is usually a snoozer. Yeah. But, but but the end of the race was good. All right. Other uh, than Kyle Busch running away. IndyCar Series was uh, in the state. They ran mid-Ohio on uh, Sunday, and Alexander Rossi won that. Their next race is at Pocono on the 19th of August for the IndyCar Series. That could be another exciting race. Yeah. Or not. They don't bump as much. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's crazy. It says that right in your nose. It does. <laughs> um, you want to do how many now, or uh, should we do the weekend weather pit stop? Or oh, did you want to do you want to talk about uh, yeah, your issue that you want to bring up? Yeah, we've we've, we've got we've got a few minutes. Um, fans, racers, you need to be really really careful about Romans. Yeah, friends, countrymen. Romans, yeah, yeah. You need to be careful about spouting off on the internet. Um, we've been faced with a whole lot of racetracks closing up and very few racetracks opening. And some of the ones that have closed uh, have cited pressure from the Internet uh, as affecting their not only their outlook, but the, the people that are attending the races. Uh, you really think that that affects yes. you know, people that see the negative comments? They're like, well, I'm not going to go to that track then. Is that, yeah. Do you think that's how that works? I really do. You know, um, our own little bit of heaven this week was faced with some internet chatter. I wasn't there for the first half of the whole whole night, so I don't... We'll let it go with that. Okay. Um, And I didn't see any of this. You know, people yelling about track conditions, and, you know, those folks have never, ever sat in a water truck for hours on end trying to get the perfect racetrack. They don't know what goes into... I thought the track conditions were pretty much the same as they've been most of the season. Right. There may have been a couple extra, a couple. Might have been. There, there was some good racing, actually. There, there the, really was. The features. But you have no idea, and, and the people uh, going nuts on the Internet have no idea how disheartening it is when you work 70, 80 hours a week trying to put on a, a, a program. Uh, just Who works to, that many hours a week? I will guarantee anybody, anybody that owns any racetrack puts in a huge amount of hours. You know, people, people think that 
I think they put in a lot of hours. I don't know if 80 may be overshooting a People bit. think that when when the races are over, everybody just goes home and has a good night's sleep. They don't know that the next morning people are there cleaning up the trash. And there's another thing. Scott, people don't have to be pigs. You know, take your, You're on your soapbox today. Take your litter with you. If, if you're in the pits and, and there's not a garbage can, a, a trash can close. I usually uh, just throw the stuff in the back of my pickup. And yeah, put it, put it in a box, put it in a bag, and, and leave it at least in one, one little area. Um, they, the track promoters spend a huge amount of time and money cleaning up the facilities so you can come back next week and not have it look like a pigsty. Uh, pitch in a little bit. Give them a break. All right. And stay off the freaking internet. If you've, if you've got some nasty comments, maybe call the call the racetrack and share your thoughts with them. But don't put it out there and, and slander or villainize the race. Unless you're not a race fan. If you hate racing, then that's probably something you want to do because you're probably going to kill the sport. Yeah. But if you're a race fan, just because you don't like a certain track doesn't mean you should go out and because you're going to hurt that track. And then there's less options around for everybody else. Absolutely. You know? Uh, like you were uh, saying, there's, there's, I know for tracks f- are closing, but there's no new tracks really opening. Oh, absolutely. Although Mansfield did kind of open recently. Just, just reopened. Yeah. 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 Okay. But, uh, how many racetracks have we heard that are closing and, and every Quite a year, few, even this year. Yeah. Every year. You Luckily see. not around here in our immediate area, but well, unless you count Millstream or the dirt, they were going to, or, or the dirt track, uh, over in Fort Wayne. They're, they're they're still running the pavement track, but but they closed the, but they I, closed the dirt track. Well, that wasn't because of. Well, it might have been. There you was don't some, think so? There might have. You been really some, don't think that the internet I, I played know. into it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'm, they could. I had to think back of some of. The, I, there was probably some uh, chatter there. You know, but it was a brand new track, so I mean, and and, and it may open again, but had we they, gotta get uh, had gotta, they gotten positive response. It yeah. would have still been open. We gotta get uh, him back on because I think uh, I saw something about that grocery grocery uh, getter classic coming up. And uh, have you heard about that? I heard about it. Are yeah, you gonna run that? Uh, if I can find a ride, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess all you need is a stock car, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, with an FM radio. Yeah, I saw uh, a working FM radio. Yeah, I seen he's putting up some big money for that. And was it like five hundred thousand if they get five hundred cars or I think uh, fifty? I think there was a hundred fifty thousand. I don't know. It was, 50, yeah, fifty thousand. Uh, five hundred cars. I think it's a five hundred dollar entry fee. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I think it, you got to have four drivers on the team. Right. We talked to him back in January or February Early about that. On yeah, in the and show. They, yeah. I think they've gotten quite a few entries so far. I don't know if they got half of. Uh, I, I don't know if they got like 250 cars. Yet I'm or I'm thinking like a Ford Crown Vic or something yep. like that. Hey, my dad has one. Police, we, police. There we go. Police special. <laughs> D- ask if we could borrow it for the weekend, Scott. We'll we'll bring it back. I'm sure he'd, be, he'd probably want to be in on it, though. He'd want to run. And you can have multiple drivers, too. No, Was you, it like, you've, you've, you've got to have four, right? At least four. Yeah, I think yeah. it's 24 hours long. Yeah. So. 24 hours of bare field. Yeah, we'll have to get him back on and talk. Get us, give us an update about that uh, with the next uh, few weeks. Uh, Dave says that uh, Rich Farmer was uh, working the track as soon as uh, you left Victory Lane. Yeah, that was correct. Yep, lights were still on. They were on the tractors and greater. And... So there you go. So if the track is black and slick this week, it's the promoter's fault because all he did was sit on his ass all week and yeah. and, and just started watering it an hour before. Right. You know, how many times have you heard that, Scott? 
They don't do anything. Yeah. No. I, I've, but I've also heard quite a bit that... I would uh, hate to be a promoter. They work it all week long and... And they do the wrong to, stuff. Yeah, and they and need to do this. And they I everybody gar- everybody is an expert on track prep. I will guarantee that every promoter in the area goes to promoter workshops either during uh, Speed Weeks in Daytona or during the PRI show, and they they hear all about track prep and what the latest buzzword is, and and all the tracks around have tried different methods. Uh, the the heat that we've had the last few weeks and and the heat that we're going to have this, rain. Yeah, absolutely. We've been in drought conditions up until two nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, g- groundwater plays into that. Uh, boy, I'm telling you, until you've walked a mile in their shoes, don't get on the internet and start bitching. All right, it's you now, Scott. It's all me. Let's uh, let's uh, let's check in with Ryan Weekman. Find out what the weather is going to be like this weekend. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. A big weekend of racing around the area, and the weather is going to be shaping up to be absolutely beautiful. We'll have to contend with at least the chance for an isolated shower Friday evening, but I think that we're going to be mostly dry Saturday and Friday for our races. Lima Land and Toledo, 7.30 kickoff times there Friday night, looking at temperatures that will likely be in the lower 80s, and again, just an isolated shower as possible. Let's go over to the Saturday raceways, Flat Rock, Oakshade, Fremont, Waynesfield, 7 o'clock uh, flag drop time there. Looks like temperatures will be a little bit warmer, probably in the mid to upper 80s, a little bit more humid as well, but we do look like things should stay dry for those Saturday races. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download the free First Alert weather app. We'll give you updates on there and the hour-by-hour breakdown for your entire weekend forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. I like that forecast. I do too. Same here. (laughs) Especially that near 90 on Saturday with some humidity. Ooh. That's back. I was talking about the no rain part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could do without the heat and humidity. Yeah. Mid-70s would be nice. Yeah. Is Alan uh, Blake back in uh, Australia? Yes. He says hello. Oh. Hello from down there. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Well, he, must, oh, wait, be, no, that's he must be home because if he was uh, up at Shark Bay, uh, he wouldn't have any signal. He couldn't be watching us. So, hello, Alan. Good morning. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time to play How Many. Last week uh, we uh, did How Many with John Ivey and Kelsey Ivey, who was in the studio. How many uh, 305 sprints were going to be at uh, Fremont on Saturday night? You did not play. You did not pick a number. I wonder why. Or, <laughs> John picked 17, I picked 19, Kelsey picked 18, and there were 18. So Kelsey uh, was the big winner there. Of course. So there you go. That's what you want. Yay. So this, a girl, Kels. This weekend... Uh, we're going to do how many uh, sprints are going to be at Butler on Friday night? Ooh, that could be a tough one, you know, because there's there, there's a fair contingent of sprint cars up that way, and Sod's going to bring a few of their own. Uh, ooh, I'm going to jump in first. Uh, 24. That's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I had in my head, but uh, I'll go 22. 22. Well, I'll take I'll take the middle. I'll take 23. What about it, Mrs. Miller? Jump in. <laughs> give give us a number. 58. <laughs> 30. There we go. Okay. We'll put her down here. All right. 
Coming up this weekend, action. Uh, I don't have Butler on my list, but uh, Butler's got the, the two-day show Friday and Saturday uh, with the sprints on dirt. Uh, I don't know what other classes they're running. D. I think I saw I, UMP. I think, I think there's a whole bunch of classes. I think on Friday street they're running stocks. street stocks and uh, four-cylinders with them. Um, yeah. I think Saturday they throw in the modifieds with them too. All right, that's what I saw then. Uh, coming up uh, also Friday night, Limeland. And, uh, yeah, it's getting to be that time of year, season championship night. Ouch. Yeah. I know. I was like, whoa, what the heck happened to this? Shouldn't, shouldn't we be thinking about midseason championships? <laughs> yeah. Well, some of these uh, tracks, they close up uh, early. They don't yeah, want to compete do. with high school football, uh, especially since it's a Friday night track. So it makes sense. But, uh, yeah, season championship night uh, tomorrow or, yeah, tomorrow night at uh, Lime Land Motorsports Park. Modifieds, Thunderstocks, 305 Sprints. Gates open at, uh, at least the pit gate opens at 430, racing at 730. General mission, 12 bucks. Toledo Speedway has uh, some uh, stuff going on tomorrow night. The street drags uh, going on. And a classic car show, too, I guess. Uh, racing will start at 7.30 there. Uh, we could have had how many Corvettes are going to smash into the wall as to how many. I'm but. betting none. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that uh, video? No, I haven't. Oh, they my. Street drags back, was that June, I think? Uh, yeah, it was It was their very first test in yeah, tune. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, the track, you know, it's kind of slanted there. They were going down the front stretch. Right backwards you know towards turn four and the back end broke loose on the uh, corvette and just went never, right into the never wall. rolled never rolled out of the throttle yeah. clipped the front of an s10 pickup and tried to stuck, that one to the stuck, yeah. stuck it really hard <laughs> in the fence so, so that could be exciting that's tomorrow night toledo speedway you never know what's going to happen i'm not sure what uh, i'm not sure if that's free to watch or if uh, there's a ticket price on that. i couldn't find anything i think uh, the test in tune was free but I don't yeah know. i i'm yeah i'm thinking there's a it's fee probably not involved. gonna be much i'm thinking so. there's a fee involved there you go uh, Saturday night, Flat Rock Speedway in action with the Corrigan Race Fuels 100 Street Stocks. The A Main will be going 100 laps. The uh, B Main, 30 laps. They're going to have figure eights and bandoleros as well as the TKC Go Kart Club doing an exhibition. So lots going on at uh, Flat Rock on Saturday night. Pits open at 2.30, racing at 7. General mission, 15 bucks for that. Oakshade has the Evergreen uh, Future Farmers of America Alumni Night. With late model sports and bombers and compacts. Gates open at four racing at seven. Twelve dollars general admission for that. Fremont Speedway in action Saturday night with Kier's Speed Shop Finish Line Fuels Night. 410 sprints, 305 sprints, dirt trucks, and late models. Gates open at four racing at seven. General admission tickets, fifteen dollars. And Sean Valenti will not be the winner in either any of those classes. Uh, un- unless it rains at Bottler. There we go. Oh, that's true. I didn't <laughs> think of that. I take that back, then. <laughs> hope Ryan's right with his forecast. Uh, Waynesfield uh, Raceway Park also in action. A big night there, actually. The Jack Hewitt Classic for the uh, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, the boss. Non-wing sprints, 3,000 to win. UMP Modifieds in action, 1,000 to win. They're also going to have uh, non-wing mini sprints in action. Pits uh, open at four, racing at seven. General admission is $18 for that show. So that would be pretty, pretty yeah. good show. Anybody give us an in, an indication on uh, Toledo Speedway prices? Uh, no, but uh, Alan's in bed with the flu all week. Really? Yeah, he misses you. And John Deere hopes he gets better. Huh. So, and they had snow near Perth, according to your son. Uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. I'm caught up on the Okay. Next week, we're going to have uh, Ryan Missler in the studio. Late model driver running, uh, he's been running good at both uh, Attica and uh, Oakshade. Does a, a really fun uh, 
podcast video video thing, on, yeah, yeah uh, mm-hmm. of his weekend maybe we extras. should have him bring his uh, video guy with him yeah absolutely that'd be cool so uh that's next week's on, next week on the show seven o'clock thursday night right back here on our uh, facebook live uh make sure to check out our website hammerdownracingreport.com you, you can buy be, some really cool swag on Hammerdown Racing Report. You could. You could buy I should wear the T-shirt. I'm not wearing That's the T-shirt. It. Next week, I'll wear the T-shirt. Um, it also has uh, links to our Facebook page as well as our iHeartRadio channel uh, where you can listen to all of our podcasts on demand. 24, and you don't have to look at our ugly faces like on the 20, Facebook Live. 24-7. Yeah. Anytime. Mm-hmm. So there's all that. Again, thanks to uh, Ron Miller Race Cars and uh, sponsoring the Ron Miller Race Cars Studio. It's it's getting pretty comfortable in it's here. It's a little cleaner. It's, nice. it's a little cleaner in your shop, actually. I think. Oh, buddy, just a little bit though, not much. <laughs> uh, give Ron Miller a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's uh, seven or eight five six race. Yeah, yeah. I got the wrong part. I was going to put the race after the anyway. Uh, safety equipment, service, uh, race cars, parts, outlaw late models, advice, whatever. Advice. Yeah, the advice uh, you don't usually charge too much for. So. No, we're. Pretty darn cheap on that. Yeah. Have you ever called him for advice? Who do you get advice from? Uh, I, you I just learn know. it on your he own. He wings it. He just, yeah. <laughs> when you're that good, you don't have to ask other people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, again, thanks to uh, Dave Kemmer. for. Uh, I'm going to give him producer status. Uh, really? Yeah, why not? But he's never here. But he, he does a lot of things behind the scenes. Okay. He got Sean here. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He did good work. Yeah. He tracked him down, from what I hear, in the pits or something. But he and didn't. He didn't inspire Perry Cox to come up with a record report. No, no. I think Perry's busy this time of year with the farming oh, stuff he is. and everything. He really is. So I was gonna bug him, but then I thought, eh, it's a record reports on hiatus, probably until this fall. I'm guessing. So, hey, that's it for the show. I think I got nothing else. It is. It's you time. Good? It's time. Let's get out we, of here. We've used up another hour, All Scott. Right. Thanks, Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for Thank Sean Valeni for coming in. Appreciate Thanks. it. Good luck this weekend at Butler. Appreciate it. On behalf of Ron Miller, Sean Valeni, I'm Scott Hammer. See you next week. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.